0: Welcome to the Color Resale Podcast, episode number 18, 20 Business Lessons I Learned in 2020. This past year was rough to say the very least. I wouldn't say that it was the most easy or the most sustainable as far as business goes, but it was my most profitable and I did expand my business the most this past year. Uh, I learned a lot of things that I'm hoping to bring into 2021 and polish these things and and make them even better. And I hope it does the same for you. We have a lot to go over. 20 items is a lot for a podcast episode, so let's just jump right on into it. Hustle mentality is alive and well amongst boss babes, but so is burnout. What if we shifted our habits, found clarity? honed in our passion and approached our work-life balance holistically i'm your host coco entrepreneur mama spicy food lover and owner of color resale check in every week as i share questions and actionable steps so that our life and business can thrive Like I mentioned in the intro, this last year was really, really wild. Um, In no way am I trying to glamorize this past year or um, reduce it down to just a 20 point list. These are just things that I really wanna remember from the last year and implement into my business. So when I'm having those big business meetings or I'm really trying to visualize where my business is going next, I can keep these ideas in mind to help um, elevate me to the next um, next phase, next season, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> okay, let's jump right in. Uh, number one routines are helpful, but hold on to them loosely. Before 2020, I would create Sunday night, I've mentioned it before on other episodes, I would create a weekly schedule and stick to it very closely. If something would come up, if my baby Ina had something going on, or I needed to drop something on the list, I would just scrap the entire day and try to start fresh the next day. This year taught me that it's okay if something doesn't go to plan to just try to hold on to the pieces of the day that are essential, that are going to push the needle forward, and then give yourself grace with the rest of it. Number two, everything can change overnight. We all experience this, right? And I think that it's so good to remember so many of us, myself included, maybe myself the most, get so comfortable with what we have, our reality, the way that it is right now. That's something that is so crazy and so unimaginable. I really didn't see um, COVID happening. I couldn't have predicted it. Um, So, just being um, mindful of your day to day and trying to stay agile, I guess that goes with number one, too, is just to, to hold on to things loosely, let there be room for change, let there be room for grace. Um, but I think remembering that everything isn't constant um, is, is so valuable. It's such a simple one that, um, you know, change is the only constant. We hear that all the time, but I think it's easy to forget and easy to get comfortable in our rhythms. Number three, learn to have patience. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Well, before 2020, I can tell you one thing. I did not consider myself a patient person. Um, But through the year, I really had to push through and really cultivate this practice of patience. And what I learned through this is that it actually is allowing me to do a lot more than I thought I was capable of as far as opportunities as far as just my day-to-day it's really helped a lot of different areas of my life outside of business. It's also a practice that a lot of people, especially millennials, don't have in their life right now. So um, just by practicing patience, you are having a gift that is hard to come by and is such a beautiful one to share with your loved ones and your work. Number four, put your mental health first. I have never struggled with mental health the way that I have this past year. Um, but it also gave me a lot of really tangible practices and exercise and habits that I can implement to help myself get through rough patches. So I know for myself it's water and working out and talking to my loved ones and eating certain foods and going outside. I have this list of things that I dear and that I figured out work for me. No two people's lists are going to be the same, but I think it's really important to have a mental health goodie list, that's what I call mine, um, just to go to when you're not feeling well. And if you can't go to the list and you feel too bad or too sad, um, that's okay too. A lot of the time in this hustle mentality when it comes to talking about business, we want to be the best all the time. Be high producers and um, be put together all the time and that's just not realistic so by putting your mental health first you're not only putting yourself in a good spot but you're also putting your business in a good spot and those peaks and valleys will come right we all experience it so showing yourself some grace especially during hard times which 2020 definitely was (laughs) Number five, adversity creates opportunities. This is number five, but it should be number one. Um, I really learned a lot about myself and my business this year that I don't think I would have if it was a comfortable year, right? So it's really pushing me forward. Um, I, I don't know if I'll have a year as challenging as 2020, but it, it it's kind of cemented this new outlook that I have on life, which is when hard things come my way, the first reaction I have to it, instead of disappointment, anger, fear, is curiosity. What else could be there? What's going on? I become this investigator um, and kind of um, look at it from different angles, different perspectives, and through that it, A, makes me a happier person, and B, creates a lot of really unique and creative um, opportunities and possibilities that I might not see if I just took a bad situation um, at face value and just said that it was bad. Number six, company values are essential. They are your North Star. This past year, I've had to change and adapt and wiggle around and move a lot. And with all that movement, you kind of lose your core a little bit. You lose your centering, your grounding. And I caught myself a few times saying, Wait, what am I doing, right? Like starting this podcast? Well, I'm a reseller, but it's not a hundred percent about reselling like what am i doing here my instagram a bunch of other things um, were talked about besides just reselling Um, so i wasn't sure if i was staying in line with with what I set out to do but then I went back to my mission statement and my core values that I started the first week I started color resale I wrote down a list of things that I would want my company to be known for and the values that I wanted to hold sacred and I went back and I um I, I compared it to all the projects that I have currently and found that I'm still holding that North Star, right? I'm still trying to be authentic and positive and uplifting and um, and just create some warmth and color in the world. And so I think it's really important that you figure out what your North Star is because sometimes um, you, you get into rough waters and you kind of lose perspective, you lose your direction and just being able to seek out that North Star will help you immensely. Number seven, celebrate the wins. This was hard. This was a tricky one. If you've listened to the Color podcast before, you know that I'm big on celebrations. But celebrating when times are dark and times are hard sometimes feels counterintuitive, right? Like why should I be celebrating? There's so many people that don't have, right? But that's really coming at it from a mindset of scarcity. Um, Because I celebrate a victory, it doesn't mean that I'm causing someone else harm or I'm not going to be there for someone else, right? Um, There's enough to go around. There's enough for me to celebrate my wins and to help someone else and celebrate their wins. And um, I think by focusing on the good and focusing on the small wins, even if it's really teeny tiny, you're creating you're training your mind to seek out more wins and more things to celebrate. Number eight, growth hurts. Oof, this one's so true. Again, it's low on the list, but me, it should be higher up. Um, we Uh, this year with black lives matter we've been talking a lot about people getting woke right and there's this idea that like a switch is going to happen and all of a sudden you're going to wake up the next day and be this super mindful educated um politically correct human being but the truth is is that there's no my truth (laughs) my truth is there's no such thing as being woke there's awakening right there's rising and with that rising and waking up it hurts. Like it hurts. It hurts to know that maybe you've done it wrong before, that you did some things that were very, um, just go completely against your moral compass now. And it hurts to, um, face it. It hurts to know that you could have done better before. It hurts to change your habits and get uncomfortable and be in uncomfortable situations. It all hurts but that doesn't mean that it's not worth it. Um, I like to think about it as growing pains like when you go to the when you work out when you go to the gym and you the next day after a really 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 good workout you come home and you're just like my body hurts but you feel so strong and so empowered and you know you just did your body the you just gave your body the biggest treat of all time I think it's the same when it comes to any kind of expansion any kind of growth so I definitely felt that um with work this year and I'm sure you did too (laughs) number nine there is insight in every emotion there are some people like me that borderline on um too positive sometimes right like there's this whole idea out there of toxic positivity if you haven't looked at it or heard about it look into it I find it immensely um, eye-opening and very intriguing um, I tend to want to shy away or turn my back on the heavier emotions the emotions that don't um, bring me joy and happiness but I found that every single emotion good ones included provides insight. Um, and especially when it comes to work, I think so many of us are trained to take our emotion out of work, right? To, um, keep personal matters outside of work. And just when we're in work, stay really focused and honed in and emotionless. But if we can tap into those emotions and, um, spend time honoring and reflecting on them, I think it really makes it so that we can have a lot of, um, a lot of clarity in our work. We can look at things from different levels and really dive deeper. If something's feeling frustrating time and time again, maybe it's time to outsource it. If you're working with a company and you get this like, ugh, like EBGB, yucky, ugh feeling, then maybe there's something a lot bigger and deeper there. Um, Dismissing emotions is never a good look. Um, I get that a lot of the time, it takes a lot of energy to unpack them, but there's a lot of insight there and it's worth doing every time especially um, especially if it's um, confusing at first look that just means that there's just needs to be more digging and more reflection number 10 don't take anything for granted I can't tell you how many things each and every day I take for granted. And to not take anything for granted might be impossible, but I think it's a good thing to strive for. I don't know if I'll ever get there, but I think that this year, even though it's been one of the hardest, it's it's really um, elevated my ability to feel gratitude in every situation. Um, sometimes it's feels so impossible and sometimes the only thing that I can feel gratitude for is, um, breathing, but it's important that I do that because if not, um, I start taking everything for granted. It's so easy to do it, right? It's so easy. Like as, that's one of the beautiful things about the human experience is that we're very adaptable creatures, but the, the bad side of it is that we do take things for granted and, um, that, that just gets in the way that's a (laughs) no-no in my book 11 I can't actually do it all oof such a humbling lesson this was one of the hardest lessons of 2020 um I think especially as 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 solo entrepreneurs multi-passionate entrepreneurs we run into this all the time we have so many ideas so many abilities um we have the desire to do so much but the reality is i've mentioned this before we all have the same amount of time right and it's so valuable and it's so finite there's no infinite amount of time. We all have the same amount of time. So really prioritizing certain things and bowing out gracefully from certain projects or certain um, expectations we have of ourselves. Oof, it's so frustrating. This was this was the hardest one for me to learn. And in all honesty, just between us, squirrels. I have not mastered this one. I still sign up for way too many things, I still have way too much on my plate. It's something that I'm very mindful of though, and I want to keep that um, that attention on it moving forward <laughs> because I will improve. One day I'll come on the podcast and say, hey, it's no longer an issue, but right now it is and I'm working on it and that's part of it, that's okay, it's okay. Number 12 life has different seasons. I've talked about this a lot. I'm forgetting the episode, um, the number episode in my mind right now. I'm just drawing a blank, but I talk about it a lot in the work-life balance where I talk about life being a pie in different seasons. Um, there being different splits of that pie. Um, this year, a lot of us had Um, preconceived ideas of what this year was going to be like. I had friends that were getting married this year and friends that were going to go travel around the world this year. Um, But the truth is, is that this season of life was unexpected and um, we had to kind of roll with it. And that doesn't mean that our dreams and hopes of 2020 um, that weren't achieved just get to just go by the wayside now we can still hold them but there's just going to be a different season for it right and i have no idea what season 2021 is going to be for us um but i think just reminding ourselves that it's changing and that um our, there's still room for our dreams even if they weren't achieved this past year or even this next year or even in five years um there's seasons right that's the thing we have to look forward to if we're lucky enough we get many seasons Um, 13, set boundaries. This is one that my best friend has been just teaching me about nonstop. We've been working together on boundaries and just cheering each other on. It's one of the most useful things to have in life to set boundaries. You're not only respecting yourself and your time, um, and your business with setting clear boundaries, but you're also honoring other people, setting clear expectations and vocalizing them in... A very loving yet uh, firm way is such a skill again I haven't mastered this one I'm still working on it but it's definitely something I want to keep in mind moving forward 14 all change starts with awareness I'm one of those people this drives my husband insane I should preface this this drives my husband completely insane I'm one of these people that wants to change things overnight right so one of the things that I struggled with was hydration it's a silly example but it's a real one I struggle with drinking enough water in my day-to-day and so I'll say I'll go from drinking like two cups of water and being like tomorrow I'm gonna drink a gallon of water, right? My husband just like shakes his head at me and says, oh Coco, like there's steps, right? There's steps to change. Um, It's not like a leap, just one leap and you're there. Changing habits, changing, um, what, just change in general takes steps. And the first step in change is just being aware of your actions and being aware of what you want to change. I overlook this all the time. Um, and instead of trying to drink the gallon the next day, maybe the next day I should just be aware of how much water I'm actually drinking, like without trying to change anything, just to know where I'm at, right? And and notice like, oh, well, um, you drank two cups of water. Okay, when are you drinking it? Oh, what what prompted you to drink it? Can I build that up so that it becomes a more natural um, next step to drinking four cups of water or whatever it may be? Um, But I think I overlook that step a lot. Um, Or like, you know, sometimes I get super bogged down with work and I'm like, oh, tomorrow I'll just do better. Well, no. Instead, now I look at it and say, tomorrow I'm just going to be aware of the systems I have in place. Before I even change them, I'm going to bring awareness to the issue and see what I'm actually working with. Number 15. Life is only lived one step at a time. This goes really well with what we were just talking about, right? Um, It's so easy to just jump ahead and just go from zero to a 100 but i think honoring the steps and maybe even creating more steps than you would think right Um, my hubby and i are working on this remodel in our house and one thing that we're struggling with is timelines right we'll give a project um two days when it really should take a week or two weeks and i think that what we're doing is we're missing steps right we're we're missing just the mindfulness that there's different steps. every, every problem, every change, every transition, every aspect of business is going to have steps. And, um, again, I think it also goes back to the side, the number three patience, right? Um, so look at it in your life. What area in your life are you jumping over steps? is it time to maybe step down a couple steps and build some in between i don't know that's up to you but i think uh, looking at that especially for me in the the projects that i have coming up in 2021 looking at the projects in little bite-sized steps little bite-sized steps i don't have to. does that make sense i don't know let's move on let's move on um number 16 invest time in honest marketing A lot of the time when we talk about our business or we um, promote something um, or we just have our business interact with the public, we do it in a very um, artificial, very forced, very inauthentic way. We think that business has to be stuffy and that um, it has to look a certain way. When people are just craving Whatever unique thing you have to give. So um, I'm really moving forward, and I also learned in 2020 that the times that I was the most honest and the most me and the most authentic was the time that not only was I conveying what I was doing in the most honest voice, but it also felt very sustainable. It feels like, you know, if I go out there and say, well, oh, color resell is just the best thing ever. <laughs> and we're just this like multi-million dollar company and everything's good and like, trust us. That would feel so, A, that would be like all lies. <laughs> Nothing, I thought that would be true. And I would feel so icky and cringy saying stuff like that. But when I come at it very honestly and talk about my business in ways that reflect me and, again, that North Star, our values, it feels good. Like, it feels like I could talk about business a lot. And an essential part of business is marketing, how you're talking about business, how how you're talking about your business, how you're showcasing it to the public, um, is so important. And finding that that um, honest voice makes it all feel very um, real and maintainable, maintainable, sustainable. <laughs> um, number seventeen: rethink sourcing strategies. Uh, this was a really big one. Again, I've talked about it in other episodes about, um, here in Portland when the shutdown happened, a lot of the places where I got my inventory and supplies and other things were not deemed essential, um essential businesses? Yes, essential businesses. And so they were shut down and it really had me rethinking where I get my items from. Now for you um, and for me moving forward, um, hopefully another shutdown doesn't happen. But it did make me think about where I'm sourcing things from. Um, And sourcing, I I want it to be like more than just uh, possessions, also where I'm sourcing my help from, where I'm sourcing anything from. Um, and start looking at it more closely, and more mindfully. Is there a way that it can be mo- more eco-friendly? Like I know my business it can be extreme. Like I can I use a lot of plastic in my business. That's something I can do a lot better. So I'm just looking forward to that. I'm um, just rethinking my sourcing strategies altogether. Number 18, diversifying your income slash having multiple sh- revenue streams. Hoo, hoo, hoo. Can this be number one? I keep on feeling like I'm saying that over and over again, but oh my goodness. If, oh my, I I don't know where I would be if I didn't diversify my um, revenue streams in 2020 well I can tell you I would I would not have a I would just not have work um, There was multiple times where as I mentioned before and um, things got closed down I had to rethink my business um, and just having not having all of my eggs in one basket and being able to um, work on illustration work on graphic design do reselling do this podcast um, work with an in-person um, selling environment like all of those elements at different times of the year all all different what uh, how, what am i trying to say <laughs> all of my business outlets i i'm just just struggle busing right now do you feel it um all of my different streams of revenue had lulls this year there were days or weeks that certain streams didn't make me any amount of money. Yet I wasn't in fear, I wasn't feeling um, just, yeah, scared of what was coming next because I had these other revenue streams to uh, lean on that I knew were gonna support me when certain ones were duds. It's just, it's, it's gonna probably, I don't know if it'll happen so drastically like it did in 2020, But I know that there's going to be peaks and valleys in all of my businesses. And um, it just makes me feel so much more secure knowing um, that I have other ones to lean on. Number 19, what can we reuse? I think that a lot of the time we are so um, set on the future looking forward that very seldom do we look backwards, right? On Um, past items that we have that we can reuse so like just tangible things but also ideas right ideas that maybe at the time weren't viable or didn't make sense can we upcycle the ideas into something that will work well for us is there a product that we maybe passed up because it just didn't make sense at the time can we return and maybe look at some of those old notebooks talk to some people that we've you know share ideas with and say do you remember any of the I any idea that I had last year that may be good looking forward or you can yeah do some introspection ask yourself for that too I've had such a field day in 2020 looking at my old notebooks I went to some notebooks going back to high school Actually, this podcast itself was an idea from a couple years back, and I'm so happy that I let the idea rest then and that I picked it up um, recently and kind of ran with it because I feel like I have such a clearer voice now, and it just didn't fit with what life was like for me back then. Um, But that doesn't mean that the idea isn't worth bringing up and revisiting. Um, I also feel the same with um, just physical things. I am doing um, a really big um, studio revamp where I'm just um, going through and fixing furniture, refinishing it, sanding it, painting the room, adding new lights. Um, well, new new to me. And that's the whole point is I'm, I'm not going out and buying new items. I'm just buying things to make the items better. Sanding paper, paint, um, just elements like that. I'm not really going out and just buying a whole new studio. Ooh, we're on number 20 already. We're wrapping this up. Um, thank you so much for being here. This has been a, a, a longish episode, and we're on 20. Here we go. Number 20, um, have savings. <laughs> I know we're ending with something that's not very sexy, but, you know, it's important. Uh, at the beginning of the my business journey, I was just inv- reinvesting everything, didn't really have much savings. Um, now I've really learned the power of at least having a month of um, resources saved up it's it's at least your operations budget a month of that is like the bare minimum that I would recommend and moving into 2021 I'm hoping to save up to six months or a year um, because it helps you in sticky situations and also sets you up for if an opportunity comes up that is a little more expensive then you have then you're ready for it you don't have to pass up those opportunities. So there you have it. Those are the 20 business lessons I learned in 2020. If you would like to share the lessons that you learned in 2020, I would love to hear all about them. You can contact me over on Instagram at color resale. And if you want to take a screenshot of this episode and share it, that means so much to me. It's so fun to see visually see that people are listening because right now I'm talking into a mic and it's so easy to forget that there are listeners on the other side of this. I'm wishing you and your loved ones health and happiness and just all around goodness moving forward, and um, I'll see you so soon. Have a lovely day. Bye.